And here's an ad from our sponsors. Have you ever heard about Anchor? Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Be Fearless podcast. Today, we have Cora May Spalding here, and she's an amazing woman. She is originally from Minnesota. She is the owner of Cora May Wellness. She is a personal trainer, nutritionist, and marketing babe. So welcome, Cora. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for having me on. This is great. <laughs> thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. So, how are you today? I'm good. Um, like we were chit chatting a little bit beforehand. I spent the day, uh, self care day. I try to do that a couple times a month now. So I love you so much. Golden. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet. Like nothing better than to put someone on a good like feel or place that a day a spa it's like magic it's magic yeah it is absolute magic and i was just sitting there like thinking about how five years ago i i only dreamed of being able to be in the spot and to do these things and i'm like and then i get to go home and i'm on like a, a talk show a podcast with with you and yay day. yeah that's amazing so i mean your story is such amazing to me, but I, I want you to kind of like take us through your whole yearn, uh, journey through, um, you know, childhood, what happened in your life, and then how Cora May Wellness came up to life. So how let's, let's start for um, you telling us, who is Cora May? Who <laughs> was she growing up? Like, who is this woman? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, Cora, well, I call myself Cora May. It's funny because when I was um, a little kid, having a different name, as you may know, is, you know, everyone was Michelle and Jenny and Melissa and now it's Cora and I, I hated it, but now I embrace it and Cora May because my mama gave it to me. So um, I'm from Minnesota, like you said. I grew up in a town called St. Paul, Minnesota which um, is the capital. St. Paul, Minnesota is the capital of Minnesota, but we lived on the outskirts. So a lot of times when I say, you know, St. Paul, people think, oh, city. But we didn't live in the city. We actually lived on um, an acre of land of our own, but we lived on a bluff overlooking uh, the Mississippi River, and our neighbors uh, was an old farm property. So we had land to roam as kids. And awesome. Yeah, and the reason I bring that up is because it's different than most kids. Most kids grow up on, like, I didn't know what a city block meant until I probably got to sixth or seventh grade, and I started having friends more in the city, and I was like, 
oh, that's what people would be like, yeah, I live on, I go around the block on my bike and I would go up and down, you know, these dirt paths and I was a wild uh -huh. child, you know, constantly outside. I was a tomboy. Um, I had a really, freedom is what comes to mind. Like as a kid, mm -hmm. that's like true freedom. Just, you know, go out and play. We didn't have mm -hmm. video games. I mean, they came kind of later in life. Um, but I didn't, I always chose outdoors over the video games. Awesome. So, yeah. I, I do relate to your story growing up because I, I am from Puerto Rico and I grew up like uh, in the, um, in the center of the island so it's like a mountainside so we also had a lot of, like to land to run and uh, i had what kind of pet do you had because I, my first pet was a cow <laughs> not a cow <laughs> we eat cats and dogs <laughs> so i can relate you know with you being in like a countryside like more you know um into deep into the 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 state than you know the the city side um and I love it because I don't know, for some reason we, we grow up with that freedom and that, you know, like it's so relaxed, yeah. it's less tense. Less, yes. And I remember like when people used to joke and say, what's your favorite subject in school? Mine was recess because they let me outside. And if, you know, for anyone who knows even me like a little bit, like I am outdoors all the time. Like I led a women's retreat this fall. Um, I go camping by myself. I just spent eight days in Florida backpacking and driving my Jeep through there. So that's awesome. And it's because of my childhood. So I had, I had a really good free childhood. I had a mom and a dad and my little baby brother who's not a baby anymore, but I uh -huh. saw baby brother. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm the baby at home. So we always the baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. He just had a birthday on Christmas Eve, and I'm like, how old are you? I'm like, it doesn't matter. You're still my baby brother, and I'll still beat somebody up for you. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your dream as you were growing up during that time? What, what was your dream? Uh, when I was a little girl, I just, I remember I had a lot of conversations. We had bonfires all the time. My father was an engineer, so we would talk about the stars and, like, astrology. And I remember I wanted to be a meteorologist or an astrologist and, you know, or an astronaut. <laughs> so I just, I loved anything outdoors. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and then I got to school, school. And um, a huge part of my life story, too, is I didn't, I never enjoyed school. So when it came to academics and following those dreams, uh -huh. that wasn't a, a part of me really. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so what do you do? What major you did on on college? What you went for? Do you went for anything in science or? Right. So when I got out of high school, actually my senior year of high school, I did something called ALC. Mm -hmm. So I didn't go to the actual school. I did graduate a little bit early, and then I didn't want anything else to do with school. Or I was like, no, I'm not going to college. It's just not for me. I didn't enjoy it. Um, but eventually I did end up going to cosmetology school when I was 21, I think. Mm -hmm. And then I've been to a lot of school, and that's the thing that people always joke, but it's, it's made me exactly who I am today and why I do so well in my in my business now. So I went to cosmetology school. And then I decided I wanted to go back and go to horticulture school and plant biology school because I did get back to my nature route. So I have two degrees in that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, in 20, what was it, 2014, I graduated for with two degrees in horticulture and plant science. And then I went and got my bachelor's degree and I graduated in 2017 uh, with bachelor's in business management. Awesome. So. Awesome. So as you went through this journey, what was your biggest challenge 
going through all this? Um, you know, different phases, I think, um, in cosmetology school, uh, was just getting like to do the not fun classes, like you didn't have to play with hair, you know what I mean? And I was kind of older. It's funny to say this now, because I'm going to be 38, but like when I was 21, 22 ish, I think most of the girls were right out of high school. So 18. So I was like old to them. They're like, you're old. So it was like, I was the older one. So they called me like mama Cora. And so it was kind of like weird to relate to that. And then, um, Things just got easier and actually I found what I like because I graduated with honors when I got my horticulture degrees and then when I got my business degree too so I just really learned quickly like how to do well in school and my own learning style because I don't think everyone I mean we know now that not everyone has the same learning style and not everyone will enjoy the same classes so I just in college it's great because you get to pick what suits you mm -hmm. so how do you got into fitness and bodybuilding that's the next step, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and you had heard this on a different show that we did together. So I, um, both sides of my family uh, growing up were uh, alcoholics and they suffered with depression, anxiety, mental health issues. Other than that, um, my dad actually passed away in a car accident in 1997 from uh, being under the influence and crashing his vehicle. And um, I think... All of that um, just kind of like started showing us really ugly head in my life. Like I was suffering with anxiety and depression, but I don't do well on the medication for that. Um, my husband and I only being married a year, we were starting to have some issues, um, our own separate issues, but then, you know, the drinking didn't help most definitely. And uh, I went to treatment in December of 2018 actually i moved out of my of uh, the home where i lived with my husband um I, I got my own apartment i had a great job corporate woman you know business degree paying off for sales gigs and um all that just kind of like stopped one day and like i just was like okay i couldn't hold it together anymore really not mentally not physically not anything so i wound up drinking i wound up going to treatment which is the best thing that's ever happened for me a lot of people who are independent and strong-minded we think like well we can't go to treatment because we'll lose our job we'll lose family we'll lose this it'll be embarrassing um which all of that can happen but all of that's going to happen anyway if you continue to use mm -hmm. so i went to treatment i got out and uh, i just decided that i want to dive into like i call it my 5d self my higher self um get really like nitty-gritty with my spiritual side and uh what i found was this woman who wanted to just who knew that she was a healthy fit driven beautiful woman uh some shit just happened along the way that kind of covered that up yeah i i really appreciate that you share your story because a lot of people um you know get embarrassed but you know the situation and you know the what what the problems or the things that go within the family. And sometimes we need to like face those issues in order to, you know, get stronger, get better, improve ourselves. And uh, overall, you know, just recognizing that you need help is like the biggest step that you could ever like, you know, take in your life. And, you know, I've seen so many people uh, in my line of work that, you know, go through, you know, that kind of situation, but not everybody gets to, um, overcome um but it's so amazing what you have done because then after you went through treatment it's been how how many years you've been sober uh, i just had two years sober on the 12th 
Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It feels so good. And to answer your question is through sobering up, I just realized um, I wanted to just get into fitness and nutrition, not only for myself, but to help other people. Um, I believe in like true servant leadership. I believe my highest power, my highest joy is helping other people succeed, other women succeed. Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of times, you know how the, this is, you know, men have to be strong and don't show emotion in household, but you know, it's kind of swung a little bit, you know, and no women, we have to be, we have to be educated. We have to hold full-time jobs. A lot of us have side gigs and then you're a parent or, you know, and it's just, we have all this stuff and, um, you know, we, we're conditioned to hide it and not to show, to show our true emotions. And yeah. I want to be a safe space where women can show those emotions, confine in me and like, not be embarrassed to talk about it. Tell me about, exactly. tell me you ate 16 cupcakes last night because you had a rough night. What are we going to do about it? You know? Exactly. Yeah. That's why I got into it. Awesome. Awesome. So what do you believe are the most common roadblocks um, that your clients encounter uh, when they try to achieve any fitness fit go goals or what do you, what was your biggest roadblock? What was that, um, you know, those things that most commonly become between yourself and your fitness goal? Yep. Well, I think the most common roadblock is we get in our own head. We just really get in our own head and it's because of how we're conditioned. It's because of social media. Uh, it's because a lot of times when someone makes a decision to get fit and to get healthy, um, friends and family, they sabotage it too. They're like, oh, you know, you look great. Or, oh, you're so busy. How can you do this? Or, you know, maybe you have a spouse that's like, why are you going to get so fit so quick? You know, so I deal like with that with women. When women start to uh, get fit and really concentrate on themselves and they and they pay attention to self-love and they're not putting maybe significant other or child first, um, which is a huge hurdle. Uh, all of a sudden, someone's not liking it, and they're like, "Oh crap! I I can't go for a run today because I have to take care of A, B, and C." So it's it's those things that we've been conditioned to do as a woman that kind of stand in our way. Does yeah, that sense? yeah, it does. It definitely does, and I agree with you. Is the way that we are uh, programmed, and that was another thing that I was about to ask you. Um, because I have seen you talk, um, and post about, you know, programming and the way that, you know, society has everybody programmed to be a certain way and act the other way. Um, so what, what are the best tips for like mindset reset? What yeah. have you also like proven like, okay, this is that the best thing I can do to reprogram myself? Yeah. So a huge one, and it's kind of broad is, uh, meditation and so i use meditation for reprogramming my mind i'll have i actually have a private facebook group for for some of my customers and clients and we do meditation and mindset reprogramming where we tap in to ourself and we without judgment we try to hold no judgment when you're looking at yourself like how am i feeling today how am i doing how am i really feeling today mm -hmm. you know not like the facade yeah. you're going to show someone else or the facade you're typing on Facebook or Instagram. No fucking, excuse my language. Oh. No filters. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm aware. like a, a sailor. It's not a, it's not a judgment zone in here. You know, just be yourself. 
Right. And so a lot of, and a lot of people, that's when they kind of break down because they, I don't think they've tapped into those emotions in a really long time. So yeah. just really getting into self, I think that kind of crushes those roadblocks automatically mm-hmm. when you allow yourself to dig deep and to really feel your feels. Because a lot of what we do during the day is all numbing, even social media, which is yeah. a platform for for this and for my business but we're just we're not paying scrolling we're looking at other people judging them because we're like Susie have you seen Susie lately makes me feel better so yeah (laughs) that's amazing that's good I do um I do try to meditate um and I also try um, a lot of I do a lot of gratitude too. Like okay. lately, I've been journaling since the year started. I've been like journaling like crazy, and it feels so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just having that moment for ourselves, like to just like meditate on the things that we not only the things that we want, but how how far we have gotten from you know. Mm all those years ago and you know accept ourselves as we are today and just listen to our voice and own voice we listen like every day we're listening like social media like you said social social media uh our families everybody has an opinion an opinion and those you know we are bombarded with that like 24 7. all the time mm-hmm. and just you know like tuning in and just listening to your own voice and looking inward and just finding yourself is such an amazing you know experience it's like i don't have any words for that right now <laughs> i know it sometimes and sometimes that's the, the best thing is when you can't you don't have a word for it you don't even maybe have a name for the feeling because it's so new and a lot you get kind of maybe that choked up feeling and for me i also do reiki i'm a reiki master so a lot of times i just have people hold it in their heart chakra you know you gotta start here and then it'll get stuck in your throat chakra because we're not used to, to talking that way we're not used to being raw and real and honest mm-hmm. and once you dive into that i mean your body is always listening to you you know what i mean every word you say every thought you have your cells are listening yes and so it, you know the more positive things that you can say about yourself and the more you stick to your goals and you congratulate yourself on that the more your body responds and resonates with that positivity that's right that's right um so i was about to ask you now that we're talking about all that mindset and all that programming and you talked about how you got into fitness how does Coramay Wellness was, you know, come to life. How how your company came to life? Just I'm so curious how you kind of like put everything together into your company and like give birth to this baby. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend and I were actually just talking about giving birth to our to our babies, our new business babies. So um, it's just that's the thing. Like I was saying before, is 2020 was just kind of honing in and. Um, a lot of things happen when you sober up quickly. So you kind of have to, um, and that's off alcohol, drugs, pharmaceuticals, and you know what I mean? When your brain starts to be able to think for itself and your emotions start to come out, you're like, you kind of got to rein it all out. And it's, it was a bumpy road, you know? Like one day you're like, whoa, this is great. The next day you're like, oh, that's too much. And <laughs> so that was 2020. And so kind of towards, uh, I'd say mid 2020, 
because uh, I'm with network marketing company, and I was like, I need to incorporate my products that I, I swear by, um, and then this lifestyle that I'm living, and I, I can't, I'm not just a personal trainer, I'm not just Reiki, I'm not just this product I sell, so Cora May Wellness, you know, it, it's, an, it's it, and people are, I had a few people be like, well, that's, it's too broad, and I'm like, you know, I can't, but thank you for your advice, I really appreciate it, but in my heart, I really, and I do encompass, like, all of the wellness, you know, the holistic nutrition, the training, the supplements, the mindset coaching, the been there, done that, so I understand you, I'm not just, I don't have just some degree, and I've never been there before, so it's just, mm -hmm. I, I I love what you just said, and you said something that is really key uh, for me and uh, for um, the people that I coach as well, that I teach to do what I do, and it is to don't lose your identity while you're building your company or you're building your business. Like you need to be yourself. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people get lost in that, and it's so amazing when we just like are able to just keep our identity and be ourselves because yeah. uh, I think that people relate more to that image than anything else. They do. Yeah. I had mm -hmm. to learn that actually. I was trying to be all these who I was trying to learn to be all these things, you know, like who am I when you brand yourself mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times it's, it's difficult. I'm, I'm very thankful. to have a couple of really amazing mentors in my life that just said, you know, just, People are attracted to you, Cora, not exactly. who you think you need to be, not your products, not not even the personal training sometimes. You know what I mean? And that clicked because I... Um, when people buy from you, they're not buying the product. They're buying you because they like you. Yes, exactly. Which also is a difficult lesson. Once you realize that, and then when people don't buy from you and they don't want to work with you and they don't join your team that's a different lesson I learned in 2022 but it only makes you a better and stronger entrepreneur if you yeah. will you know that's what I mean right. because you also learn to not take it personally yes very a lot of my growth in 2020 is 2020 as well because um I was like well hey if they're if they're buying for me and if they want to join me I'm amazing Oh, but when they don't, shoot, you know, but at the same time, and for anyone who's starting to brand themselves or starting a business, a lot of times the people that don't join you, it's really a blessing in disguise too, because they're probably not exactly, I mean, your subconscious is always running people. So who, what you're really thinking and who you're really trying to manifest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it's not a fit. That was just going to, nope, sorry. On to yep. the next. So. Exactly. That's mm -hmm. correct. Yep. I mean, like. That's one of the best things that you ever mentioned during, during this whole conversation and is the branding part of uh, our business. I mean, not that your story is not important, but I mean, talking about the business kind of point, yep. best thing ever. So you guys need to listen to that. <laughs> if not, just like come back to the podcast later and re <laughs> replay. <laughs> so, so far these days, what is or who is your biggest influence? Hmm. My biggest influence when it comes to, well, when it comes to branding myself, uh, Brandy Shaver. She's my she's my go-to right now. Um, she's actually kind of, well, she's the reason I got on our other, other talk show that we were on and how I met you. But she is, um, I watched her for a long time. Um, I've been in network marketing for five, five years now. 
and a couple different company switches and things like that. But I just kind of, I started, I call it Facebook stalking, but just joking with her. And, uh, and so she's a massive influence in my life. And I, you know, I can't thank her enough. Um, when it comes to like the fitness industry, I do have a personal trainer. His name is Terry. He's amazing. He works with uh, competitors. Uh, I would be doing the bikini side of things, but there's, you know, physique and all these other things coming up. So, and so you're uh, getting more into the, the bodybuilding thing. So you go into competition then? Yeah. Yeah. I've actually been trying to do a competition, trying for the last year. You need to spill the tea. Come on. Tell us more about that. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Sorry. So I've been. Uh, when I decided to lose weight, it was in November of 2018, 2019, 2019. And so I was like, and I had a girlfriend I actually went to treatment with, and she's a bodybuilder. And I was like, I think I want to do a bikini competition. She's like, great, but well, we got to get you conditioned first. So you'll spend, and you can do things quickly. I like to do things correctly. So over the past years when I've lost a bunch of weight and I've really learned about nutrition, macro counting, and uh, I was going to do a couple competitions because of COVID. They got cut short. I was actually going to do one in Jan well, December. I'm sorry. But I just, I'm not where I want to be where, because I want to show up to win. You know, some people do it and it's, you know, they do it, see if they like it. And that's great. I mean, if you're going to do a competition, more power to you because it's, it's super interesting and it takes a lot of self-control. But, um, yeah, so I think uh, my next one I'll do a bikini competition. And I'm going to do a completely natural federation. They actually do uh, a urine test and a polygraph to make sure that you're not on any kind of illegal substances. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, that's uh, amazing. Oh, I got my bikini and my heels. Like, they're just now, I, now I want to get fit. Like, now <laughs> I, I want to get in a bikini, too. Come on. <laughs> I that's awesome. <laughs> It's it's been an incredible ride, most definitely. So, yeah, you have you have to tell us later all about it. Oh, we well. have to get back together and then go over it, and then you need to come here and tell us how the whole bodybuilding experience, the bikini that bikini competition went from start to finish. Yep. How do you prepare? All the details we okay. want to know. <laughs> I'll break it down for you, most definitely. <laughs> awesome. So do you have, you said you have your social media and then you are, do you have a group, right? Yeah, so right now, so the, the, I have a Facebook group for people who um, are part of my business or are a customer of the products that I um, sell and promote. Mm -hmm. And uh, we do a bunch of just, we do group fitness, we do challenges. Uh, one month, some lady won like $4 worth of your product. Uh, it's just a place to have fun and to keep one another accountable. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have my business page, which, was, which is the, yep, is at, at Cormay, Cormay Spalding. Um, and that's just kind of, it's all in the works. 2020 was all the thinking and kind of getting it down to like a few things. 2021 will be like, okay, now we're going to go in this direction and this is, this is where we're going for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you guys, now you see, you can find her at Facebook by Cormay Spalding page and uh this amazing woman i mean like thank you so much cora for being with us today your story is so amazing so inspiring i hope that somebody out there listened to this podcast and you know feel feel you know that they're not alone in that if you could like overcome all those challenges they can do the same as well and get inspired 
I'm definitely gonna bring you back like during the year. I need to see how this bikini competition goes because I'm I'm about to jump into the, that train too. Like, where do I sign up? <laughs> I want my body, my bikini body too. That's right. That's right. April competition. You can come with me. <laughs> awesome. Well, well, guys, thank you so much for listening. I we appreciate you. Don't forget to follow us in YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook um, by DM Torres00, or you can find my uh, page by Dagmar Torres. My profile is also public, so you can uh, reach me out there. And our podcast came to light today so is available in anchor.com and soon to be in spotify so don't miss it subscribe 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 and invite your people to listen to the uh show well the podcast so thank you everybody kisses for everybody you all have an amazing day